0: is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning and focused effort. Paul J. Meyer probably would have thought of women while writing this quote, and one such woman is our guest today. Let us welcome Manali Desai for our today's show and here is a little more about her. Manali is a full-time freelance writer and editor come blogger. Currently, apart from her ad hoc writing and editing assignments, Manali runs a blog named Erastic Mind and is also a partner with Archidam Tales. In her authoring journey, Manali has written and published five solo books, been a part of few co-authored books and has helped new and aspiring authors publish their books as well. She has been a best-selling author multiple times on Amazon with all her books ranking in the top 10 in multiple categories. Her short story, The Walls Have Years, helped her bag the Best Short Story Award in 2019. She also won the Best Author Fiction Award and the Book of the Year title in 2021 for her debut novel, Love, Triangle. Her short story titled The Unblind Date which is a part of her latest Christmas special book under the Mistletoe and Other Stories, won the best story prize in an online contest before the book's release in December 2021. First of all, I would like to congratulate you on all of your achievements, Manali. And let me uh, thank you for taking out time for us today and uh, tell us how are you.
1: Thank you so much, Neelashree, for having me and uh, thank you for, you know, uh, such a warm and very flashy bio, I must say, because uh, when when somebody else reads out your achievements, it feels like, oh my God, really, I have achieved so much, so thank you for that.
0: <laughs> it's like a list of things. We know, you know, for us, it is just joining those dots. But then when we hear it from somebody else, it's a different feeling. I can understand. Yes, yes. Before we start our authorish chat, Manali, I just read all the titles. These are very catchy. Tell me where is the inspiration for your title coming from? (laughs)
1: so I am personally somebody who loves tongue twisters and cliches a lot so Mm -hmm. my inspirations whenever I'm picking a book title I, I look for phrases that go well Or, you know, cliches that go well with my stories. And that's how they come along. So that's why you have under the mistletoe. Because that's what we use when we are talking about Christmas the most. And then there is a piece of your mind for peace of mind. My latest poetry anthology. Mm -hmm. I was talking about mental health and the poems uh, in that book. They focus on various human emotions. So I was like, let's go with something that, you know, talks about the mind. So that's how a piece of your mind for peace of mind. And uh, love triangle. Uh, I wanted a tongue twister related to uh, you know love lives of the youngsters Uh, when we are in our teenage we are not sure about how to react to love or we are very new to you know exploring the other gender so that's how love triangle I was like let's let's have a little fun also because uh, it's a story about one girl and two boys Mm -hmm. so we usually think of love triangle when we are thinking of three people in a uh, you know in a situation where they have a common interest and that's how i was like no let's not go with something that is usually associated with three people let's go with love triangle
0: <laughs> oh it's it's really very catchy and uh, i'm looking forward to read this book and i think now is the time we should uh, actually start our authorish chat so uh in your introduction, we have only, only spoken about your achievements, Manali. I want to know how your writing journey began.
1: Uh, so, I call my writing journey a very long process of elimination. It came about, you know, after a, a few corporate jobs and I have also worked as a teacher for one year. Mm-hmm. None of these jobs, you know, they appealed to me. I was happy, but it was not very satisfying for me. I was constantly looking for something more. I am always somebody who's not satisfied with the you know i'm not that kind of a person i always want more from life mm-hmm. so these were not appealing to me the jobs but i when i was working these jobs i i had already started working as a freelance writer because of my love for reading and language so these uh, freelancing writing jobs used to give me more satisfaction than my full-time jobs finally in 2017 i was like uh, I'm not getting satisfied with the jobs. Let's leave that and focus completely on freelance writing only. And that's how it all began. Uske baad then uh, book writing and publishing and editing and all of that came.
0: Wow. That is, uh, I would say that it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or uh, probably that was uh, the God's plan. It,
1: actually, it was a mix of destiny and, you know, accident.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. So, uh, as you deal with literature day in and day out, did you ever face writer's block?
1: Uh, yeah, I would be lying if I say that, you know, I'm not stuck in my writing on a few days. But uh, I wouldn't call it a writer's block. It For me, it's a choice. Uh, for most writers it's like they are getting stuck in a scene or they don't know how to progress ahead with the story for me it's like i am not in the right mood to write or i am not motivated enough to go ahead with the story or go ahead with the poem or whatever it is that i'm doing mm-hmm. so i'm a very moody person like that i need a certain kind of mindset to do just about anything it's not just about writing even any other activity i have to be in a certain mood to be able to enjoy it completely mm-hmm. so Of course, except reading. That I can do anytime. (laughs) So during such times, what I do is I uh, engage in any other creative pursuit where, you know, my brain is stimulated enough to go back to writing if I want to. So I would... uh, maybe read a book or maybe paint a little or uh, i can watch a movie or a series to get into a mood where you know my mind is like ha chalo we can go back i'm motivated enough i'm in a good mood
0: now yes yes so this this reminded me of something similar that happened with me so till uh, my last book i have not shared the recent book with anyone as of now but uh, usually my writing pieces my husband is my first critic and when i showed him one of my stories and he's like it feels incomplete. Why have you left it here? Are you in a writer's mm. block? And I said, no, no, I want to leave it to people. They, they have to decide what the character did at the end or no. or afterwards. She so said, no, no, this is looking incomplete. I said, okay, it's your choice. It looks incomplete looks incomplete. But then this is where I have to end it. I don't want to write it further. I don't want to. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yes, moving towards our next question, Uh your uh, book that we're discussing today, Love Triangle, looks to be a fiction book. And uh, that book, I have uh, twisted a very popular question, what came first, the egg or the chicken? So what came first, the characters or the plot?
1: Uh, so generally, the plot hits me first, especially with this uh, particular book, Love Triangle, the plot came to me in a dream. An early morning dream, I got this idea that, you know, there is this girl, she has moved to Bombay and she's uh, adjusting herself to the new city and new people. And that's where she meets these two boys at a time when she's, you know, vulnerable. And uh, these two boys help her uh, find her footing in the city. Mm-hmm. So uh, that the plot came first. But actually, to be honest, it's always a combination, you know, as in both things hit me together. Because I strongly believe that, you know, one cannot exist without the other. It's like roti sabzi or dal chawal. Mm -hmm. You can have them alone also, but together, you know, there's there's no fun in (laughs) having them alone. Together is always better. (laughs) It's always a combo.
0: (laughs) True, true, true. Because um, uh, you speaking about it and yesterday I was also going through an Instagram profile. It is very similar to Aisha from Wake Up Sid. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes. um. For you, it is the combination that came first. Okay. So, uh, and tell us about your writing process. Like, how is the schedule and what what is it that you find the most difficult in the process?
1: Uh, so, generally, my day is divided into three parts. Like, I generally don't write during the afternoon because so I take a break during that time it's before that and after that so before that it's two hours of writing and after that it's two hours of writing generally in those four hours I write two blog posts Uh, then I do 10 to 15 pages of editing of my own book or or on a project that I'm working on and then uh, there's writing of one chapter or one story on a book that I'm working currently on that would be approximately 10 to 15 pages so that's what my day looks like generally but the most difficult part about following this process is the discipline uh, you, have, <laughs> you know you have to follow a certain schedule and uh, this becomes difficult to follow when you are not motivated or you, you are not in a mood to work completely on that day
0: so for me most of the times what happens is when I'm rereading my part or reading some another book there's something that hits me. And then I have to give up on that and I have to write start writing my pieces because then it keeps on haunting me. What did I forget how <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that guilty feeling I think is there for all writers? Uh, it's like if you are engaging in other activity before you have completed uh, writing that piece that you are working on, it's always on the back of your mind. How can I do
0: that? Yes, that that happens and then that's the toughest phase because then swinging between two things it's better let's keep this one aside what is inside our brain right now let us spend that down first (laughs) how do you use social media as an author and and do you think it has you know impactfully helped you
1: oh it definitely has i always say this to everyone you know uh... Yeah, if it was not for social media i don't think any of my books would have sold over than more than 50 copies because how much will you promote it to your known circle also uh in my known circle there are not many readers especially my friends and family they don't read at all so where will i promote where will i sell it has to be social media where else can i rely <laughs> so for me um uh, Social media is something which I use for basically three things. Uh, The sharing of my content that I do, the blog writing and my poems. Then there is collabs and networking where I, you know, reach out to other writers and other authors. And then there is the promotion of my books. Uh, For content sharing, I repurpose my blogs and the other stuff that I have written and share it on social media for three to four days a week. Uh, Once a week, I do a collab where, you know, I talk to other authors on an Instagram live Mm-hmm. And for book promotions, I generally share an excerpt from the book or I share the book reviews that I have received on the book.
0: So it's a mixture of all
1: the these three things.
0: So I must say, so you're using social media very smartly because I, being a pandemic product myself, and whatever we have, we all have lived in the last two and a half years, I I believe we should thank social media. For yes, definitely. We yes. survived the, the best phase of our lives. So, uh, behind the story, what has been the inspiration? Love Triangle.
1: Uh, okay, the Love Triangle story, as I was mentioning, it came to me in a dream. And uh, the uh, central character of the story, Aisha Banerjee, who, who is the main lead. Although we have three three protagonists, I truly believe it is the story of Aisha other than the, the boys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that girl is similar to me in a few things like she comes to bombay when you know she turns 18 so i was also like that and she she loves poetry and she loves writing so uh these are some similar traits that she has with me so i was able to draw inspiration from my own experiences and also from other people who are like me who move away from home and you know find their footing in another city and find make a name for themselves and all of that uh other than love triangle the Inspirations for my stories and poems generally come from my own life experiences or the incidents that, you know, I see, I have seen around me or, you know, heard about them. There's always a takeaway from each of my pieces that, you know, I try to send out a message, whether it's anything personal life related or a poem or a story or a short, uh, you know, anything fiction or even a novel for that matter, like Love Triangle. These takeaways are generally aimed to make a reader aware about something or, you know, to try and make them feel better that, you know, it's okay if something like this happens.
0: I contacted you just because I read your poem and I found it very relatable and I said uh, I should not miss the chance to, you know, interview you and have you in my podcast. Wow! So, thank you so much. Thank you for writing. Which, which poem? Which poem was this? Uh, it was the one with uh, blog chatter you had reshared it. i do not remember the title exactly right now but um uh, it is something that is related to writing only i'll, okay. I'll sure yeah yeah and, um so when you said this did you believe i mean did you already have it and that you're going to challenge perspective with this book or it happened yeah. through the process no, no.
1: For Love Triangle specifically, I already knew the climax. When the plot came to me, mm-hmm. I was very clear about what the ending of this book is going to be and I wanted it to be different from, you know, what we have seen and read in movies and books mm-hmm. when it comes to a story like this. So, that was clear in my head. After that point, it was only, you know, justifying the means to an end.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, uh once the plot hits you do you do any sort of research before you actually start working on it just to check if something of the sort is already written or you know on those lines
1: ah, uh, that i definitely do uh let me give you an example itself uh, my latest book a uh, peace of your mind for peace of mind it was titled something else previously mm-hmm. i i had almost fixed that title in my head and i was going to go ahead with it then suddenly it uh, came to me that if someone else title because that's, that's very probable. Mm-hmm. There are so many new writers out there, indie writers and a lot of people we have not read probably mm-hmm. or heard about. So I just Google in the title that I had in mind and would you believe it? It was already there. <laughs> so I was like, I can't use that. It would be unfair to not just my book but also that author's book you don't want somebody else to be you know having the same name as your book uh, so i changed and i thought about it and then this this particular title came and i stuck by it. a piece of your mind for peace of mind uh, other than that for research my research is kind of on the go uh, you know uh, i do the research while working on a particular scene or a chapter as per the demand of the scene or all the chapter uh, mm-hmm. for instance uh for my, one of my short stories in Under the Mistletoe, which is titled At the Stroke of Midnight, mm-hmm. it, it, the plot is based uh, where, uh, you know, a group of people are stuck at an airport uh, during the festive season. Their flight gets cancelled and they, you know, they are together at the airport and they don't know what to do. They are missing their friends and family. They had huge plans about celebrating Christmas with their family and friends. But it doesn't happen like that. So for that particular story, I knew that the story was unfolding at an airport. And I knew it was happening in the US. So first I researched uh, places and airports where generally you know snowstorms happen and uh, cancelling of flights happen a lot. So I had to research that. I had to research the airlines' uh, names. Where you know uh, what kind of airlines comes to that airport, or mm-hmm. uske timings. They go, and then I also did some research on that particular airport. What kind of shops are there? What kind of cafes are there? What kind of activities can people engage in if they are stuck at the airport? So it's like a step by step process for me always.
0: I I uh, I would like to mention something here. I think you should have contacted for this one to me because. Uh, I worked for an airline process for three years in a BPO. Oh, wow. And uh, oh, started with ticketing. So, we used to basically book flights. Then, mm-hmm. looking at my performances, I was, uh, they called it promotion. I did not think it, think of it as promotion because I was transferred to a desk where we used to deal with people who had missed their baggage. So, so okay. they were basically very angry customers we used to get. And uh, we also had incidents like these, wherein people have reached the destination at the time of Christmas, or there is a wedding scene and their wedding, uh, you know, dress up is delayed. And uh, it was oh, of to... drama then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have seen people missing funerals because of tickets not being available, and many things. You know, being into airline incidents like these, I have very closely sure, i yeah. seen. So. It's like uh, a nostalgia to me, you describing these (laughs) incidents. (laughs) And my next question, I think you have partially answered that, are the characters in your stories inspired from your life? So, somewhere, yes, because uh, Aisha comes, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, So, my characters are generally amalgamation of people I know or have interacted with or read about. So. I'm a very keen observer and listener. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not actively participating in a conversation, I pay attention to what people are talking about. And that's how, you know, they, they are there in my memory boxes somewhere. Mm-hmm. So whenever, you know, I am actively searching for an idea or maybe even subconsciously, these uh, these memories, they come back to me in the form of plot lines for stories. Mm-hmm. So that's how it helps.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Tell me, Manali, what helps you stay focused in your writing space?
1: Honestly, over the past few years, the one major distraction, I think you will also agree with this, the one major distraction has been social media and internet. Yes. So So you keep me away from the internet and my phone and I can write without break for a couple of hours, without any interruptions. So I just put my phone on it. phone on airplane mode or I switch off the internet and, uh, you know, stay focused only on my laptop, uh, only then I can write. Or once you have that phone in your hand, you don't even realize when hours go by.
0: Yes, yes. So, uh, there was a time you have mentioned social media, um, like, it was my sleeping schedule to scroll reels hopelessly. I mean, I, (laughs) I was not sure why I was scrolling those reels, but... Yes, that is what social media did to us. I mean, is doing yeah. to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I am coming to the last question for this today's show. Mm-hmm. If you could spend a day with another popular author, whom would you choose?
1: oh this one is very easy because i know he's approachable and and it's easy to get to him also i'd say ruskin Bond, hands down (laughs) also who doesn't want to you know miss who who wants to miss a chance to visit the mountains we'll talk about life we'll talk about his books we'll talk about living in the mountains life in the mountains and all the things i I think we would have a lot of common interest to talk about and love for. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine what a masterclass in life and writing it would be.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And I would uh, like to be, I like to observe this happening virtually, if you permit, <laughs> because I have <laughs> not miss the chance to uh, hear the master himself talking about writing and life and in general everything, I would say. Yeah. Yes, okay, so it was an absolute pleasure having you with us today, Manali, uh, with so many achievements already We at Author Report, the whole team wishes you more and more success with your pen and words so so that we keep on getting the opportunities to host you again and again and be greedy here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here, Nilshi. It was such a fun conversation. I think we were laughing a lot. So yes. we had just host on to show we were having a heart-to-heart
0: conversation <laughs> <laughs> yes and i request you as well as our audiences to visit our website because uh, the themes and the prompts for our next edition for author report will be are already up on the website so i request you guys to visit and contribute in your own way it's all free we are not charging anything it's just uh, we are helping authors to uh, showcase their work so the description to the link uh, of website is in the description box guys and uh, yes that's all from me and Manali today we are happy stay tuned for further episodes guys thank you